Welcome to the Eternal Light Podcast. Join our Eternal Light staff as we aim to spread the light of the gospel and bring a little bit of laughter into your life with some good old Southern stories. But that's not all. We also sell Christian apparel and gifts online so you can show your faith in style. Go visit us online at eternallightco.com. All right, now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Eternal Light Podcast. We are excited you're here. This is our first ever podcast. Uh, I'm Hope Hill. I'm social media manager and now podcast host, which is a new thing. Uh, I'm joined by Trent Fikes, the owner and founder of Eternal Light. What's up, Trent? What's going on? I'm also here with Macy Martin, customer support. What's up, Macy? How are y'all? <laughs> Good. And Brownie Hill, the graphic designer of all things. The Brownie Hill. The. And you've probably seen her on so many ads. She's so famous. Miss <laughs> Brownie Hill, how are you? Uh, I don't know about that. I'm good. Did and our unmiked best friend who will who refuses, the day we get him on the podcast will be the day we win, Aaron Hester. Mr. Aaron, how are you? Aaron. You can't hear him. He said he's good. There you go. There he is. Well, um, this is fun for us because we... Monday mornings, we normally get in the office and we normally talk about what we've done this weekend. And we, we all have pretty interesting, weird lives. So we wanted to just kind of open that up to our people and let you know we're real and we're fun. And so, Trent, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Well, it was so we've got three, three kids as of right now, four, four on the way. So we'll be, we'll have four under, no, yeah, four under, four, three and under. So it's, uh, it, it, it's a it's a lot. Our our life is a circus. But, anyways, Presley is our oldest girl. She's she just she's turning three, so we had a small little birthday party at our house, and um, I had to be the the grill master, of course. So, what'd you grill? Uh, oh, hamburgers and hot dogs. You have a good but listen. Hamburger. Listen, we were at the we we went Saturday morning and was buying all the all the food and getting everything ready and we're you know we're feeding probably 25 30 people so we're 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 balling on a budget at, at walmart here <laughs> so we're getting all this stuff and like i'm picking out like the hamburger meat and i'm like i'm that big old log roll that's mm-hmm. like down in the bottom that's like 27 cents a pound yeah and Peyton's like no 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 get get, get the get the good stuff so like my eyes ease over to the actual real real meat and then, so I find like the middle ground, like it's not the expensive stuff, not the, not cheap. So again, we're feeding like 25, 30 people. So trying to keep it cheap. Um, but anyway, so I'm about to put meat in the buggy and here comes this Walmart lady over there. And she's like, oh, hey, by the way, uh, those steak burgers down there on the bottom, those are so good. Like you need to get those. <laughs> oh no. And here's Peyton in the back. Get those steak burgers. <laughs> get those steak burgers. <laughs> so, so anyways, we spent. Eight hundred and sixty-five dollars at I Walmart bet. on. Did you buy Sam's Cola? At least no, 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 no. Balance. I refuse. I balance. refuse. Come on. I refuse to get the Sam's Cola. Those are the, those are the trick or treat, uh, pass outs. <laughs> uh, that's a. I bet you had a good burger though. Yeah, that was a story for another another day on the passing out the Sam's Cola is at the for the trick or treat, but, um, but yeah, we had a good a good party. The burgers turned out fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was really good. Um, party went well. Presley had a had a ball. Um, what was her party theme? Well, her cake was frozen, 
course. Uh, um, we didn't really have a, a theme. Our theme was like redneck backyard birthday party. It's kind of <laughs> kind of what the theme turned into. Roll um, Those are the best. But we we had a little her little pool, um, so the kids got out there and played, and we really just kept it uh, kept it small, nothing nothing crazy. But it's fun. Um, and then yesterday we we made it back to church. So the kids have been been sick over the last couple weeks, and so we've been fighting that. Every, well, actually, ever since Easter, so about three three weeks now. And so they've been sick, so we haven't been been to church, and we got back to church yesterday, so that that was that was really good. Um, and it was just kind of it, it, one thing that it made me know realize Sunday morning though, it's like how quick you can get out of like get out of routine. Mm-hmm. Like if you miss like one, once or twice, yep. Like how easy how easy it is to just keep missing. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, it's true. So, but yeah, nothing nothing too crazy. Just had the birthday party, everybody over. Um, it, it was funny. It was funny though. Sunday morning when we woke up, was getting ready for church. Press. It's like, and we had the birthday party Saturday. And she walks into the bathroom. We're we're getting ready, and she's like, "Are we having a birthday party?" And we're like, "Girl, are we going to celebrate all?" I guarantee you, like to this morning, she went, so she's like, "What are we doing for my birthday?" Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's it's going to be an all week event. It's birthday month. Yeah, birthday month. But but yeah, nothing nothing too crazy. We just um, had the birthday party and and then had church yesterday. So nothing Sweet. too crazy. What about you, Hope? I know you went on, mm. went on the, uh, went on the little trip. Yeah, mine was. Uh, I went to Mississippi for a wedding, and um, it was eventful. It was good. It was a great wedding. It was sweet. Um, two of our friends got married, um, but it was it was kind of great. It was kind of good. the The only story that I'll tell um, from that weekend is um, on our way there. Uh, Jake did the unthinkable thing. Like he did the thing you don't do in a car ride. Apparently, they make spicy, sweet chili, like Dorito-flavored beef jerky. Oh, gosh. Guys, when I say that, he <laughs> it was like 8.30 at night, too. Like, we were so close to being back. And he was like, we hand me that beef jerky over there? And I handed it to him thinking, I know what this is about to smell like. <laughs> and then he opened that. And when I say we had to roll the windows down, our, both of our eyes were watering. It was so bad. <laughs> It was the worst. It was genuinely the worst smell. I hate the smell of beef jerky. It was terrible. So, anyways, no, we had a great time. And, um, yeah, it was a good weekend. Cool. Brownie? Hmm. I'm trying to. Isn't it sad when you get up on Monday and you're like, what did I do? But I went to. So, I watched my daughter play softball Friday. It was the end of their season. She plays college softball. My youngest daughter. And then. Um, so that was like an all-day event. And then Saturday, I actually went fishing and um, didn't catch anything, but I tried for a couple hours. I rode a tractor uh, <laughs> Saturday night. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Welcome to Corner, Alabama. I know. I got, well, we needed, so the we've got this pond back behind our house on uh, my parents' property, actually, and uh, it had grown up. And so I was like, we need to come down here with a tractor. And, and so my husband, Joey, was like, well, you want to do it? And I said, yeah. So I drove a tractor. That was pretty fun. That one's fun. Yeah. I like driving that tractor. It was good. It's really easy to drive. Oh, kind of chill. I mean, I was a little nervous because I thought, well, this is not an easy fix if something goes wrong. But <laughs> nothing went wrong. And then yesterday, just churched it up all day long. Had a... Yeah. We had a marathon of events yesterday. We did. I don't know why we didn't coordinate our calendars, but 
spaghetti lunch here at church for our students, and then we had a beach towel swap for our women, which went really well. Um, There's some claws out. I know it sounds very lame, but it was fun. Um, what drama could come from a beach towel swap? You'd be Listen. surprised. There's a okay. It's it's Dirty Santa played with wrapped beach towels. And so, you know, you know how Dirty Santa goes. It's not always the most, um, you know, caring event that you can be a part of. (laughs) So you get all these women together and you have some that are just really beautiful beach towels and women get very territorial over their over their prize for the day. Anytime a new person comes in on events, we have like that because we do that during actual Christmas, too. Um, I'm always like. I promise we're like not like this on other events. Like it is, we do specifically I feel like get it's a little a bad first impression. It is, and maybe a little bit, or maybe it's fun. I don't know. It's like to join the church last week, and then they don't show back up, and you reach out. And say, yeah. well, what, what happened? Like, why? Why are you not that daggum beach towel swap? Like, I, I'm out of here. <laughs> Those ladies are so rude. <laughs> yeah. We keep it down. I mean, I feel like it's it, not too bad. But there's there's a lot of stealing going on, and encouragement to steal because you know it's boring if you just. Yeah. There's a lot of strategy. Present. Let me yeah. tell you what Brownie did. So my grandmother really wanted something. Like, she really wanted a specific one. So Brownie worked it out to where she stole something specific so that my grandmother could go back and steal that one. So then, like, you know, it was dead. Yeah. So Brownie was, like, figuring it all out yeah. in her head. And then so but my mother strategy going on. My mother-in-law was so sweet about it because I walked over there and I said, Shirley, do you really want that towel? Dustin, this other lady at church, I said, did you really want Dustin's towel? And she said, yes. And I said, well, I'm going to steal yours. And she went, why are you taking my towel? (laughs) She didn't get it. And I said, you go over there and steal her towel. You'll get the one you want. And she went, okay. You know, and (laughs) pranced across the room, got her towel she wanted. Then mine got stolen. So I didn't get, I did not get the good end of that deal, but it's okay. So Dirty Sin, talking about Dirty Sin in this. Is anyone else's family, like, go through Dirty Santa, and, like, halfway through, they decide, like, oh, like, let's talk about the rules now? Yes. Like, yeah. And like, add a new one. Yeah. Well, it's always, like, I thought it was does the last us. person, <laughs> yeah, does the last person get to go back and steal anybody's, or does it the first person? We do something weird on ours where it's, like, we'll do a number generator, and so whoever's number that is, they get to go back and swap with the whoever they mm-hmm. want. I like that. You do like that? Oh, no. I don't know, because when you're number one, like, you literally don't have a choice but to get what you get at that point. Yeah. So that's the only reason I understand that it's one. But anyways, I don't know. I guess, yeah, and then my favorite is where, like, you argue about how many times it's been stolen. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's dead, you know. My Southern favorite, ladies, no, it is dead. My favorite is when you got that person that doesn't know how to hide, like, their facial expressions on gifts. Oh, and they open up, and it's, like, the crappiest gift you that could possibly yesterday. get. And they're like, what is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because you have people who will open, like, magnificent, like, beautiful things. And then you have somebody where you're like, you went to Walmart five minutes before this, didn't you? <laughs> We Maybe not even it. Walmart. Dollar General. Dollar General. <laughs> which or, is the only store we have nearby. But or the, <laughs> your options are limited. Or, or, the South. or the gift limit or the, the gift suggestion limit is twenty dollars and they stop and pick up a ten dollar gift card. Yes. <laughs> Every time. I'm normally the one that gets that. It's like taped to the back of a like some sour candies. Yeah. <laughs> like, here's your sour patch kids and a ten dollar gift card. Honestly, I'll take it. 
Amazing. What did you do this weekend? We went to the zoo. I took my daughter and my nephew, and we just stayed a couple hours. We didn't stay long, but we had a blast. Um, besides, we got there, and my nephew was so excited to ride the train, bought train tickets, stood in line for like 15 minutes, and then the train was broke down. No. no more for the day. And then we rode the carousel. But Riley had a fit on it, so they had to let us off in the middle, and I was so embarrassed. <laughs> but that's about all we did all weekend. Um, I tried to turn on the sprinkler for Riley, but she had a fit. She didn't want to play in it. So that was the end of that. But we played outside for a while yesterday. That's it was fine. beautiful yesterday. It was. It was, it so was nice. really pretty. Uh, Macy is proud owner of a new forerunner, so I'm, I'm jealous of Macy right now. <laughs> Can't believe you. Yeah, Hope was talking about going and buying a new car, and Macy's like, I'm going to beat you. <laughs> yep. She so did, and I she know. did. She beat me. No, it's really nice. I'm, I'm happy for you. Thank you. Well, we, uh, took a, we took a spin in it on Friday. We did. We missed <gasps> oh, out. yeah, did you, you missed it. Did y'all go eat Mexican? We did. Oh. We did. That's what I figured. Yeah. Aaron and Trent had to squeeze in the back seat. Oh. <laughs> With the car, the car seat. seat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Please tell me the car seat is on the side, and y'all had to sit right next to each other. Aaron was in the it middle. Was. No way. It was, but oh, she moved it. Oh, we put Aaron it. in the middle. That's hilarious. <laughs> Didn't you say you were going to get in her car seat? <laughs> I would have loved to see that. We'll post pictures. It's like a big man with a bun in the back with a car seat. Oh, yeah. For anybody who doesn't know Aaron, he has very long curly hair and call, keeps it in a man bun. And so if we reference his hair or man it's, bun, now you know why. He pulls it off. Yeah, yeah it's a good look. It's a good look. Not everybody can rock this look. That's right. He also... Drives a tracker, so. Actually, funny story about the tracker this morning. So I, I, I was a little bit late coming in, of course. Um, don't know how. Was awake at 3 o'clock this morning. Still late at 7 a.m. But anyways, pulling in the parking lot, and I see Hope's car, Brownie's car, and Macy's car. I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm not last. I'm not late. <laughs> and I, the further I pull up and I'm about to turn in, it's like Aaron's car is like squeezed up in behind <laughs> Macy, like you can't see the, the see the tracker because it's parked on the parking spot next to Macy. Oh, oh, man. Like, oh there's a little tracker. You're stealth. Hidden. Nobody yeah. knows. It's not a car. It's awesome. Well, we want to talk about, um, so I'll say this. Every week we do a different devotional series on our Eternal Light Project. And so each week we just kind of want to highlight what we're going to be talking about and um, kind of go over those things. So this week, we're talking about being anchored. That is our theme. Um, we're getting towards summer, so you'll notice kind of a summer theme with a lot of our stuff. But um, we're talking about being anchored in a few things. Uh, the first one being God's promises, God's love, uh, God's presence, God's wisdom, His grace, and His plan. So uh, very, very interesting, a broad thing, a lot of broad things, but... Um, we're going to be talking about those, so excited about that. You got anything on, on the devotional, being anchored? Well, it's just, I was thinking about that this weekend, and, and, and I, I touched on, like, just a, just a little bit ago, like how we've been out of church for just a couple weeks, and just how easy it was to 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 not, like, when you get in the routine of not going, like, it, it's so easy to, to not go, and I, I was thinking about our when I was actually thinking about that, I was thinking about our Anchored series and just thinking about how important it is to be, to, to be anchored, to have that thing that's, that's holding you down that, you, you know, you might 
you know, as, you know, as Christians, we all oftentimes like we'll, we'll pull away a little mm-hmm. bit sometimes. And it's just so good to have that anchor that pulls you back. That's like, like, no, like you're, I hate to use the word drifting, but, but you're drifting away, like come back. This is like, this is what you're made for. This is what your purpose mm-hmm. is. And it's just so good to have that and to know that, you, you know, to know that no matter what's, what's going on, you, you know, you're anchored in Christ and, and, and he's got your back. I think a lot of times, like, and I look back now reflecting on, like, different circumstances that I hated, that I wasn't, like, it was, they weren't my favorite. They were, you know, I was, it felt like a storm in my life. And I remember the things I were, was anchored to, those are the things that got me out of the storm. And if I'm not anchored in the correct things, you know, if I don't look to Christ as being my anchor, then I'm not going to make it through those circumstances very well. And I'm going to come out with some more bruises than I'd like to admit. So um, I always think about that being anchored as you're going to face some things like we know, um, but we can have hope that Christ is our anchor. So mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a good series. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Another thing I was, I was thinking about was just anchored and I was thinking about you know, the sea and the beach and all that and just remembering being a kid and, you know, just going out in the, out in the ocean and playing and just like losing track of time and then you know you you get out there and get to playing and you look up and like you've you're you're 50 feet down the beach that yeah. happened to me one time i started crying <laughs> like, mom where are you and it's terrible when you're crying and you're trying to fight the waves so you're just like i'm coming back <laughs> it's the worst um but yeah i was thinking about that and i was just like you know it, it's such a good image of of what it's like so i can remember back of you know being out there be playing and then get drifted 50 foot down the shore and not realize it and then see and here comes mom out like you know like hey 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 y'all we're come back over here y'all drifted down there and that's like a a, such a good picture of you know of what it's like that's right that's good that is a good picture picture oh my southern's coming out picture (laughs) picture that's such a good picture well anybody got anything else in devotionals y'all want to move on to uh story time anybody all right. So I told everybody before we got here, I said, we're going to talk about, since we're getting to the summertime, we're going to talk about worst summer, or it doesn't have to be summer, but just worst vacation stories. Worst vacation stories. <laughs> Anybody would like to start us off? I think Brownie's got yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> Brownie's got a For good, anybody uh, who hasn't put this together, Brownie is my mom. So we probably tell a lot of the same stories. We probably do. So anyways, go ahead, Mom. Well, I was sticking to strictly summer. My worst vacations have been winter vacations. But, yes. And I was like, you know, I've had a lot of good summer vacations. I can't think of anything bad. But then I remembered, so uh, I guess I was probably in fourth grade. And my family and my best friend's family went to Panama City. This goes along with the devotion, actually. Yes. So we're, if anybody's familiar with Panama City, Florida, you know where the carousel is. It's like an older convenience slash grocery place down on the end. So we had rented this dumpy little house. I mean, granted, this is like early 80s. So we rented this dumpy house. Didn't realize how bad it was till we get down there. And it was like, 
you know, we closed the, the screen door behind us and the glass just shattered out of it. So my parents are mad because they think we're goofing off. And then we sit down on the couch, the leg breaks. Like, it was just not oh, no. the best accommodations. Anyways, but we're so excited about being at the beach. And so we had, like, this huge float. And in my mind, it, was, it looked like a queen-size mattress. And I'm sure it's not that big. But in my memory, it was this huge float. And we go and air it up at the gas station, and then we just take off to the beach. We don't pay attention to Wait, flags. Paul's right there. They air it up at the gas station. <laughs> yeah. Just get that visual real fast. Probably at the carousel. There's no way That's that awesome. the air machine at the gas station worked. You entered $2 <laughs> worth of quarters, and it didn't work. Probably I just imagine not. Brownie sitting on the back of the truck with a grapey coat watching her dad do yeah, it, blow up that queen-size mattress. <laughs> I don't remember blowing it up with our own air. Because it was so big. But did not pay attention to flags or nothing, and we just get out there. And me and my best friend Angie and my mom were holding on to this massive float. And similar to, like, what we're talking about, you get distracted, and next thing you know, like, the undertow had pulled us way out. And then this huge wave just, like, pulled the float out from underneath us. And I just... This is a traumatic story. Nobody, there, it was not uh, deathly, at least, thank goodness. But uh, my mom got choked, and she couldn't swim, and she was like, swim back to shore. <laughs> swim for help, you know. And so I did. I, me and Angie swam back to shore, and they actually had to come out there with, like, a somebody who had a lifeboat. Had what? To, had to paddle out there and get them. Well, it ruined my trip, because then I have, like, absolute horror that something's going to happen. I slept with my parents the rest of the trip Uh because I couldn't stand to be away from them. And it was just one of those where we were like, wow, this is dangerous, you know, but we were just being foolish, not paying attention to stuff. We survived. I still go back to Panama City and go to the beach. It's not that traumatic, but it was a bad family vacation. Beach week. <laughs> Let's go. I will now be blowing up all of my floats at the gas station. I know. If y'all you need should. me during the summer. You should. It's, it's so, so much easier. That's amazing. So, yeah, that's my bad summer vacation story. Mm-hmm. I have others, but that can say for another podcast. <laughs> Win- I will be telling bad one. Winter vacation stories. And. Mm-hmm. I, I can continue. You've got a, 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 follow, I, a see, family follow-up to that? I do, but it is not a summer vacation story, and I won't tell. There's so many moving parts to this particular vacation. We could do a whole podcast on this one vacation. But my parents lovingly gave us a trip to Gatlinburg, and I'm not going to lie. We were all so excited, and there were some good parts to that trip. Mm-hmm. But not one, we went to Dollywood, Dolly. Dixie Stampede. Dixie Stampede. No, that's not what it's called anymore. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't yeah. know what it's called. Dolly Stampede. Dolly Stampede. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the one with the horses. Yeah, we went there and we were so excited. Show was great. We leave, and we realize this is New Year's Eve night. So, of what twenty twenty? No, no, it's twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, this is yeah, this is twenty eighteen. So we get there and. Um, we're headed back to our little cabin that's, like, up on a mountain. You know how Gatlinburg yeah. is. And it's icing and snowing. And we're like, ah, we're from Alabama. We can make it. Like, we're good. Like, we're fine. Well, Dad gets us to a certain point 
where people are starting to back down the mountain. Because, like, there's, that's it. Like, we're, it's over. This we're is done. one of my biggest fears. Sliding oh, everywhere. Just wait. Here's where I realize I'm the least cared about child. <laughs> because, listen, it's in these moments you realize my parents like, uh, we might need that one. We might need that. Hope, get out of the car. <laughs> and I, no, I just think it's because I was on the side he needed. But and he asked I, me. Hope is the oldest of four. I am too. I am. I won't. So I just make you're it not up. the baby. I'm yeah. not. No, I'm not the baby. So I, Dad said, "Get out and let like help me guide me down the mountain. Like back, help me back up down an icy mountain." And in that moment, I was like, we're going to die if our lives are in my hands right now. It was really, it was super scary. And in the moment, I didn't think about how, like, dangerous it was. I was just like, we got to get down this mountain. Yeah. We get down, we finally get down, and uh, we were like, all right, we're down. And then mom goes, where are we going to stay? Yeah. <laughs> like, we can't get back to our room. All of our food, everything. everything. In the cabin. <laughs> everything was up there. So we all had to stay in this two-bed hotel which there was like no hotels open because it's New Year's Eve. It's New Year's Eve. So like, Pigeon Forge. It was literally like Mary and Joseph knocking on the door. <laughs> There's no room in the inn. Do you have a stable? Like we will sleep with the horses at the Dolly Stampede. Anything. If you will let us stay somewhere. I cried myself to sleep that night. It was tough. We were watching the uh, New Year's Rockin' Eve, and that was the year that Mariah Carey really butchered that song. It was tough. And I just laid there crying. <laughs> I was like, this is We had a whole plan that we were going to watch the fireworks outside, and we're all laying in there. Mom's, I, I didn't know at the time, but Mom's crying. We're all exhausted, and we just hear fireworks. And I heard Ivy, she looked at me, and she was like, she said something like, well, there's the fireworks. <laughs> I was like, Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> So it was a little bit rough. Oh, also, Tyson threw up on the platform, headed up to Obergatlinburg in front of like what thirty people. Oh goodness! Yeah. It was just because he ate pickle flavor popcorn. It was just oh, the worst. It was bad. Pickle flavor. It was popcorn. bad. We're yeah. about to get on the, that tram. That has yes. Like, it was. We were going to be trapped. This is pre-COVID, so you, they would put like forty-five people on this yeah. little box, and he was sick at his stomach. <laughs> I prayed very hard that. Well, that he threw trip. up in a ski mask. Yeah. <laughs> that has holes in it. No, it was, well, it was fleece, so I was hoping it wouldn't, like, leak out. It was caught the jokes. <laughs> it was so bad. I'm sorry if y'all have a, if y'all are listening and you're like, this is disgusting. <laughs> oh. Anyways, that, to me, when we talk about worst vacations, that one sticks out. It That's also had some of the best moments, though, too. And, like, it's one of those, when we left, we were like, you know, we're going to talk about this for years, and mm-hmm. it's going to be funny. But right now, we, we're not laughing. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy how like, some of the, the trips or the moments or whatever that don't go as planned or aren't what we picture in our head. Like, all the ones that we picture in our head of how they're going to go, like, you can't remember them. Yeah. But it's, you remember it's this It's almost one. boring. It's so uneventful. Yeah. yeah. You know. That's right. It's like when everything went your way. Mm-hmm. Y'all Anybody have ones? Well... Uh, <laughs> Let's go, Trent. I know you got him. I'm a little bit hesitant because we just started talking about Tyson throwing up, and here I am about to tell like another. Well, not a not a throw, I can't believe I'm just going to share this. All right, so this isn't even a like a single vacation trip. This is so we bought a Peyton grew up camping and decided about a year ago that we were gonna we were gonna start camping. We 
you know, with the kids and that w they would really enjoy it. And I was like, okay, like I haven't ever done that before, but you know, let's get a camper, let's try it. So we get the camper and our first trip was, um, it was last Halloween. So we, we took the camper to this, uh, to Tanny Hill State Park and left it for an entire month. They have a big Halloween event and for the kids. And it was just like really cool to leave the camper there. And so this is, and it's only 45 minutes from the house. So it was a good test run for us before we actually went on trips. So we carried the camper there, and we would go like on the weekends and, and stuff like that and, and just stay. Well, Peyton's dad, of course, everything that we, we do, he, he, somehow he's already done. Like he, he, <laughs> he knows exactly what, what's got it. So when we get the camper, he's like, I'm going to show you everything on this camper that you need, you need to know. So we get down to Tannehill, we get it all set up, and I'm not really listening because he's telling me way too much information about this camper. And I'm like, look, I just, I just need to know how to set it up, and we'll figure the rest out later. <laughs> so I'm not really listening, and he's giving me, the, giving me the, the rundown and the tour of how everything works. Anyways, one of the weekends at, at Tannehill, we had a birthday party and had everybody down there, and Peyton made a pot of chili. And this is where I was saying, like, I, I can't oh, believe I'm, no. I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> Alrighty. I'm, I'm so Peyton, Peyton's chili, like it is, it is so good. But like, if there was a chili cook off, I'd enter it like mm -hmm. it for her. Like she, she can cook a, a, a slapping pot of chili. Mm -hmm. Um, well, anyway, she had made a pot of chili, but everyone knows like for some reason her chili just makes everyone's stomach hurt. Like, like, <laughs> I don't know what she does. Macy's a yuck. agrees. Macy's I don't know what it. she does, but it makes everyone's stomach hurt. So we have the birthday party. I bet I ate 14 bowls of chili throughout. Oh, it was the college football. Like, football was on. We're sitting around, fire watching. And I, I probably ate, no kidding, five or six bowls of chili. Well, I wake up in the middle of the night at the camper, and I've got to go to the bathroom. Oh, no. And okay. I'm not walking to the, to the bathhouse in the, in the middle of the night. So, anyways. This is war at this point. Yeah. Fast forward, like, a week or two after this. Didn't think nothing else about it after that. Week or two goes by, and we go back to the camper, and Peyton's in there, like, when we first get there, trying to get everything set up. It's, like, flushing the toilet, and nothing, nothing's working on mm -hmm. the toilet. It's, like, mm -mm. <laughs> and it smells so, so bad in there. It smells so bad. Well... She 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 knew what what had happened on on the chili night, and I'm like, okay, what is what is going on? What have we messed up? So she starts accusing me of messing up the the plumbing on the mm -hmm. the septic, all this, and it's like, you know, you're not supposed to use the bathroom in the camper. It's for number one only. <laughs> and I'm like, I was I was not going to the bathhouse in the night. That is our rule. Um, so it's it smells really bad in there when we get there. Well, she goes to the store and buys these things that you put inside the the, mm -hmm. um, the toilet, and it's supposed to, like, eat all of it away, make it smell better, like, whatever. So she does that. We have our weekend, whatever. Come back. Didn't think nothing else about it. It smells again. Like, what in the world is going on? So fast forward, like, three or four. We kept doing that. It, like, we're like, God, like, this thing, like, what is wrong with we? I broke it. <laughs> so, so... A couple trips go by and we do the same thing. We finally, you know, we, we start going to other places. We've carried it down to uh, Gulf Shores. We've carried it to Panama City. No, we didn't go to Panama. We went to Destin. Like we've went all like all over, multiple hour trips in this thing. Well, this particular weekend we were going to 
Top Cell, which is yeah. Um, I had been recommended when we first got our camper. Guy that I know was like, hey, you've got to go to Top Cell uh, Campground. Super nice. Gave me all the details. So I'd been telling Peyton, like, we're going to go check this out. This place, guy said it was really nice. Well, we haul the camper down there, and once again, we get it all set up, go inside, and it smells awful, like horrible. And Peyton goes over to the little keypad on, on, the, um, on the side of the camper that tells you, like, all the levels of all the tanks and all, all the water stuff, and she presses the button, and she's like, uh, our, uh, our black tank is saying it's three-quarters full. I'm like, mm. Peyton, what? <laughs> There's no reason that our black tank would be full. We've been using full hookup everywhere we've went like we don't use the tank like it's we use full hookup he's like i'm just telling you it says three quarters four like, there's there's no way there's nothing in that tank so anyways i start investigating I'm, I'm going outside and i'm like hey i'm gonna go outside to the to the hose i want you to flush the toilet and i want to make sh- i want to like oh, hear no. stuff go 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 through here <laughs> i totally know where this is going i do too so <laughs> I'm out there, and, she, and I'm like, I'm hollering around the corner, like, all right, flush it. She's like, okay. And I hear it flush, but nothing came through the hose. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that was, that was weird. Hey, try it again. <laughs> flush two or three times. I'm like, what? In the-? So I said, turn, like, turn the water on. I felt the water go through, and I was like, okay, flush the toilet. Did it, nothing. I'm like, oh, gosh, like, what, what? Something really is wrong. It is full. Why is it not, not coming out? And then I looked down and I realized, and when, when you set it up, there's actually a little lever that lets out the gray tank. Mm-hmm. And I did not realize it, but behind the gray tank is a lever for the black tank. <laughs> Guys, we, we have been camping for almost a year. Going, like, no. Multiple trips. No. Ever since the chili, chili cook-off no. here. No. Please stop. <laughs> I see the lever to the black tank and I'm like, no. I pull it. No. Because, <laughs> like, I'm telling you. Whoosh, oh, like, wow. <laughs> no. And I'm hollering, fixed it. <laughs> yeah. And so, so anyways, this, and I wish this story end, ended here. And this is, this is a long one, and I'm tying, tying it all together. So we, we get the, we finally, it's like, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe we've been carrying this mm-hmm. tank around from Gulf Shores to Destin, like all over, and I cannot believe that I should have listened to Lee Stokes about on that tour. Like, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. when he was giving the camper, and here I am carrying a tank full of poo all around the United States. That was pretty important. Yeah, that yeah, part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we had just gotten down to to Destin to Top Sail and got everything set up. Got the fiasco with the the black tank situated. Peyton, you know, we've been traveling all day with, with all the kids in the, in, in the back of the truck. I'm hauling a camper, so I'm, you know, nervous cat trying to get down there. It's an all-day event, pulling the camper down to the beach. Well, our, and we, we can't go, there's nowhere to park to, like, go in anywhere to eat or anything. So we're, we've stopped, like, mul- multiple times to get the kids stuff from the drive-thru. Like, our truck is an absolute wreck. So Peyton's, like... I'm starving. Like, we've got the camper set up. We have nothing here at the camper. Let's, let's go out and get something to eat. I just got through setting the camper up. I'm nasty, dirty, whatever. I'm like, where, where are we going to go? And it's like, oh, I've got this, like, hole-in-the-wall place picked out. It's no big, like, no big deal. Like, you, we don't even, we don't have to change. We'll just go as we are. Um, we're all sweaty and boys are tired and everybody, it's just a mess. 
She's like, well, it's just a hole in the wall. We'll go, we'll eat, we'll come back, and we'll go to bed, and we'll, we'll start again tomorrow. Well, little did I know, I'm not really familiar with where we're at top. So I knew we were like in around Destin or whatever. Well, we pull out, pull out in the truck, going to this hole in the wall, and I see, see signs. It's like, welcome to 30A. Mm. And I'm like, 30A, like 30A, like the, the, you know, the uppity up place that, mm-hmm. you know, we're camping. And now we're about to drive through 30A. Where, where, <coughs> we, where we had, Peyton's like, oh, it's, it's about 10 minutes. We're going go through here, just sightsee a little bit, and we'll get to the, get to the restaurant. It's just a small little low-key mom-and-pop place. And I'm like, okay. She's like, oh, I can't wait to get some, some shrimp. I'm just picturing this little small little, little mm-hmm. place. Well, we go through 30A. Everybody's, you know, the sidewalks are all brick-paved and all this. Well, she's finally, hey, our, the restaurant's up here, quarter mile on the left. I'm like, okay. Uh, Peyton, you do realize, like, have you looked around this this entire place is brick paved sidewalks. Like the, this, there's, there's a lot going on here. This is not going to be a home. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen the, show me a picture of it. Like, oh, okay. Well, where's that? At? Well, you know, so we pull in the, in the uh, parking lot or what I thought was the parking lot. And you look out and there's like, it looks like a wedding venue. There's tables outside with white tablecloths, you know, looks like little butlers running around, like <laughs> delivering, delivering food. And it's like super fancy. And I'm like, Peyton, this isn't the hole in the wall you're talking about. We're at the wrong address, right? She's like, well, no, this is, this is it. And she looks at the picture on her phone. And she's like, oh, well, I don't know who took this picture. Like, it doesn't really look like this. And I'm talking, it's super fancy. Well, we pull around the building like, okay, well, let's just find a, a parking spot. Hopefully it's not too fancy. And we're not, we're not dressed for, for this. We pull around the door and there's like these orange cones and a bunch of like Security guy looking, people sitting out front. They stop us and they're like, uh, we're uh, valet parking. And I'm like, oh, Va- valet, valet parking, what do you mean? It's like, yeah, uh, complimentary. At the hole in the wall. Yeah, hole in the wall. And she, <laughs> like complimentary valet parking. And I immediately, we're in the, my big Ram 2500. <laughs> and like I said, like we diesel. had been on diesel <laughs> truck. And this is, just, you know, the guy that's going to park our car is like three foot tall and you know, it looks yeah. like he's never drove a, a big old truck. I'm like, I don't know if he can park this thing. Um, but anyways, I start looking around in the truck and I'm like, there's no way I'm about to let somebody get it. it there's trash, everywhere, like stuff everywhere. And I'm like, oh, Peyton, hole in the wall. Like, really? Like, this is not a hole in the wall. But, um, but yeah, so we, we get parked. They, they, we hop out and they valet park us. And Peyton's mom's actually following behind us in her car. She goes through Valley Parking and she gets up and's like, Peyton, you told us this was this was a hole in the wall. There's this is white tablecloth, valet parking. What so anyways, oh, this everybody's whole dressed for like jacks. Yes. <laughs> this was one of those so we get inside and the food was ended up being absolutely amazing. But I got really nervous because we got in there and the the menu, it wasn't like you order your food like I want. A, a steak and a baked potato and a salad like the menu like what came with the meal is what you get, what you get and it didn't even tell you it was like s- ribeye steak with chef's specialties like, what are the specialties <laughs> yeah no. yeah and because the- if the specialties are not potatoes i don't want it <laughs> No. If I'm having a steak, I want a potato. Yeah, no prices on the menu, so I start like patting my wall. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. You know, you know what's happening. 
That's when Everything mom said market value. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when mom looks at all of us and she says, order water. Water, mm-hmm. please. Water, please, for everyone. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that's tough. There was no telling what all you had on you from setting up. Oh, yeah. So this is right after we, you know, go through the camper catastrophe. And here we are at a white tablecloth with. See, when I think hole in the wall, I think like where fishermen get off their boat, they go and they, you know, probably have dinner and whatever, you know, like. Yeah. Like bring your catch. Correct. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking like that. That's not. Yeah. When you go to 30A, though, like, you know what you're signing up for down there. It's beautiful. Yeah, you, you did. No, I didn't. Trisha said, I do now. <laughs> I do now. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, there's the there's the camper and, and restaurant story. Mm. That's <laughs> tough. That is tough. Well, anybody else got any summer vacation stories? Anything else? Hmm. I can't really think of any too like too many summertime. Uh but last year before before I became on staff at Eternal Light, I worked at a summer camp like full-time, and the we have something that's called the blob. If you don't know what that is, please go look at it because it's – I can't explain it other than it's a giant pillow, like inflatable on the on the lake. One person gets at one end and another kid gets at another end, and then they one jumps off a platform and launches the other one into the air, into the lake. So it's super fun. Um, Incredibly dangerous. Super dangerous. <laughs> Eternal light trip. Eternal light blob trip. The blob. But let me tell you what happens at summer camp. That's when, like, you get the kids that are like, nicely, they'll be like, you're really tall. You should jump me. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are starting to realize, like, oh, so we have like a weight limit or whatever um, on these things. And so, like, you know, just to keep it safe and keep it regulated or whatever. But um, we had this one, this one kid who, like, any time he would get up there, like, on the top of the platform, he'd call himself, I'm Chunk. Y'all ready to see Chunk? <laughs> he would get up there like a WWE wrestler. Like, it was so funny. And then he'd launch kids off the, off the top of the blob. He was the best. But I don't have any more bad vacation stories. I just, since blobs, it was summer. Blobs are fun. I've always been involved in, like, youth ministry. So fun. And so my summer trips were always youth camps, Mm -hmm. I feel like. But so we were at a camp that had a blob, and they said you could not have a greater than 50-pound variance. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't get some tiny little 110-pound kid to get the adult chaperone blobbing him. I mean, it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. And so this one particular kid, which is not a kid anymore, but he was in sixth grade, and uh, Chris Huff, and he goes, Miss Brownie, how much do you weigh? And I said, Don't ask a I'm woman that. I'm not telling, I'm, no, I'm not telling you that. And he starts and, guessing weights, yeah, and you're like, And he, <laughs> is it 200? Yeah, I know. Is it 300? And so, is it less than that? It's like prizes are up. Yeah, which I'm, first off, I'm like, go away. One Why dollar are you talking Bob. to me? But anyways, how much do you weigh, Miss Brownie? And I said, well. I'm not telling you. And he said, well, I weigh 115, so could you blob me? <laughs> and I was like, again, go away. Yeah. <laughs> Man, kids are brave. Yeah. And they would all, you know, and their kids are always like, can I, can I go down on my face? I'm like, do you think you could go down? Yeah. Like, and safely land on your face, and that would be a good idea. Oh Jeez. Anyways. I wish we had time. My, one of my favorite stories is hearing about Joey with the hole in the bus. 
Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. I can tell that oh, really oh, fast. Yeah, oh. yeah, tell I'll tell it really fast. So dad my dad was my youth pastor my seventh grade year. And he my dad is frugal because he's in, been in ministry a long time. And I think that he will cut corners on things. There are th- certain things he won't cut corner, corners on. Transportation is apparently one of the ones he will. And I so, mean, I mean, why not? And so we got this, I remember it pulling up to the church, and it is this silver, like, it almost looks like one of those giant, like, bullet, like, RV mm-hmm. things, you know what I'm talking about? But it was a, a giant bus. And it's, like a, like a it's a char- drivable airstream. It's a, yes. <laughs> it's, a <charter laughs> bus. it's an airstream. Yeah. Um, but, but, okay, so we, it's rusting on the outside, so that's great. You walk in, the bus driver like, will not talk to you. It's weird. So you walk on, and we realize that there is a giant hole in the bottom of the bus. And as you're driving the bus, like, you can see the road. <laughs> like, it's literally, you can see the yellow lines, you know, yeah. the white lines. It's bad. So I mean, they <clears throat> had attempted to cover it. But. I think that's worse that yeah. we were like, hey, guess where the hole is? Um, but it's like we've put this quarter inch piece of plywood over it. Was, and duct taped it down. <laughs> yeah. And our kids had started to like, what's underneath this duct yes. tape piece of plywood? Well, dad asked me to sit on the, the seat before it and be like, hey, step over that. Hey, step over that. So for like the whole bus ride, I was like, don't <laughs> step on that. There's a hole there. That was just so <laughs> sketchy, the whole thing. But once we got there, it was it was great. It was a great camp. It was an awesome camp. I'll never forget that camp. But that bus ride, we still talk about that to yeah. this day. And it actually drove, like, crooked. That is correct. I ended up in the chaperone car behind it, and the bus is tilted, and, like, black smoke is just <laughs> billowing out the, the whole trip. She made it, though. I All the way it. to Fort Walton. <laughs> I did. Don't oh, you I bet worry. it was hot. It was oh, awful. that was the other thing. It didn't have air. That's and how then, I got on the chaperone. Because I normally would ride with the kids. But I was pregnant with Max. And everybody felt sorry for me. So yeah. they put me in somebody's car that had air conditioning. Was that the bus? Or It may not have been y'all telling me this. It was somebody that was riding a bus that the air only worked when they were hitting the gas. That was me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. That was a different bus. Yeah. I've been in ministry like, oh, quite a bit. Oh, enough to have different bus experiences. Yeah. So... But then the best part was like that bus had like, like TVs, but they didn't work. And so the whole time the sixth grade boys were like, can we turn the TV on? And like 80 times we had to be like, it doesn't work. Like just sit down. It was bottom of the barrel. Oh, listen. But when you, when you put all your money and if the youth pastors listen to this, they understand you put all your money in the event, the getting there, you're kind of like, we're just going to figure it out. Because we just got to get there. And then when you get there, it's great. But the getting there is uh, sometimes a little makeshift. So, anyways. Well, did y'all feel good? That was a good first podcast? Yeah. Yeah? Well, I thought it was fun. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back next week for uh, more fun stories. And uh, we'll see you then. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.